Welcome to Men Talk, the podcast that takes a deep dive into the world of miscarriage, infertility, infant loss, and stillbirth. Hosted by Daniel Landau, founder of menshelpline.org, we'll be sitting down every week with real guys to discuss their stories, struggles, and triumphs. So grab a drink, sit tight, and let's talk. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Men Talk podcast. Men Talk is the podcast hosted by Men's Helpline. We're a nonprofit organization that provides emotional support to guys who are struggling when dealing with infertility and miscarriage. This podcast provides uh, inspiration to other guys who are struggling on their journey. Today's guest is Yossi Gutnik, who lives in Brooklyn, New York. Yossi, the floor is yours. Feel free to introduce yourself, share a bit of your story, and uh, we'll go from there. The floor is yours. Hi, everyone. My name is Yossi Gutnik. Um, where do I start? Um, wow, I'm going blank right now. Give me a question to oh, good. <laughs> start so, the flow. <laughs> so we were talking, you know, before the podcast about about your story. Um, so first off, I guess tell everybody where you're from, you know, what you do for a living, and then we'll we'll jump into your your journey with the, your fertility. Okay, journey. great. Yeah. So I was uh, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I am a licensed massage therapist for business. Um, I help people, um, who struggle, uh, in, um, many different, uh, struggles in life. Um, ultimately trying to bring them happiness and make them feel good in themselves so they can do good in this world. Um, whatever goals they have in life. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, wow. It, it's really hitting me. Uh, <laughs> I've never been on a podcast before and now it's like, uh, ev- like, yeah. Oh, good. So being a massage therapist, I know it's probably had an effect on, on your lifestyle and your journey. You like bringing happiness to everyone. What was it exactly that inspired you to be a massage therapist? Did you get into it when you were going through your fertility journey and realize that that's something that, you know, you want to relax and enjoy doing and help other people through it? Or was it just something you just enjoyed? Um, so yeah, I, I kind of was brought up doing it. Um, uh, my dad always asked for a lot of help and, um, given I, uh, I liked working out and strengthening myself. Um, I was able to help relieve pain in his neck um and his shoulders so i did it as a hobby and then eventually i was um i i did it as a like a uh, helpful thing to my friends and after uh graduate uh, after i graduated from uh, school high school um uh some of my friends were like hey you should do this for a living you're really good at it give it a try and see where it goes so i was like okay um went to school for it um was really into it and uh and I graduated and now I'm doing it for almost six years. Uh it's bring a, a tremendous amount of blessings and um I've helped thousands of people and done th- multiple thousands of hours in it and uh, I'm just continuing growing in it. Um you asked uh you said it's on, uh infertility, yes. Uh so my infertility journey started 
when um, I was two years into my marriage. Um, I actually didn't know that it was a male factor. Um, um, we were trying and, you know, things weren't working. So uh, my wife, Shana, suggested that I uh, go to uh, we go to the doctor and uh, get it checked out. Um, so we went and, uh, we went somewhere in Manhattan. Um, I forgot, I forgot which place. I think it's, uh, called Wild Cornell. Um, there's many places in Manhattan. I don't know which, I don't remember the exact streets, but, uh, um, I don't, actually, I don't remember if that was the first place we went to, uh, where we did the uh, testing, but, um, it was somewhere in Manhattan. Um, and basically, uh, we went through this organization called Bono Elam and, um, they told us to come in and, uh, and, uh, 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 test us. Um, and, uh, through many trials, uh, more than one, I think I did up to three. Um, they, uh, weren't able to see any, uh, anything, um, live from my, my, uh, from my sperm. Um, and, um, and, uh, and they said the next step would be surgery. I feel like I'm skipping some of the story. So yeah, one, uh, we went to the doctor and they, they tested me and they said they didn't see anything. Um, and, uh, they said that, uh, your chances of having kids are, are zero point multiple zeros. If you, uh, I, I don't remember how many zeros it said, but it was a lot of zeros. Um, yeah, a millionth, a billionth, I don't know. And then eventually at the end, they, they had a one. And I was like, great. There is a chance. I mean, it looks super slim. It's, it's so far ahead, but, uh, there's, there's a one in there. The odds are, I don't know, uh, you know, super, super slim, but, I was, uh, very hopeful. Um, my mind was, uh, think good, it'll be good. And, um, and, uh, and yeah, and, uh, things will happen. And he kept telling me, I'm like, you know, you have a zero count and you're, you're pretty much not going to have kids, at least naturally or, uh, or, uh, or something. And I was like, yeah, but there's a one in there. And even though it's super slim and even though it says zero count, that doesn't mean it's impossible. Uh, my wife was crying. Um, she was like, um, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to explain, uh, how emotionally, um, she was, go- uh, what she was going through. Um, but it was definitely a hard toll on her, uh, and myself. Um, but I, I, I wasn't so, um, I wasn't so negative driven. Even though I was devastated and, uh, it definitely took a toll on me. Um, I, I don't remember all the kind of negative things I've done. Um, but it definitely has a toll on you and your mindset, even though you want to stay positive. Uh, you got to stay strong. Um, and, uh, I live by a motto like keep hammering, keep going, no matter what the struggle is, no matter what the object is, no matter what the life throws at you, just keep trying. And, uh, you know, Baruch Hashem, thank God, uh, uh, we have two children and, uh, 
Um, but the journey was definitely hard and, um, and, um, yeah. So even though the doctor said that you can't have children, um, it was definitely devastating. People thought like I would leave my wife or, or I would let her go because, you know, I, I can't give her children and, you know, that's probably, that's like the next stage, stage in our life. And, uh, at that, but that, that point never entered my mind. It probably entered other people's minds, but I was just like, look, we, we can't have na- kids naturally. What can we do? Um, some people don't believe in it. Some people do, um, donors, um, or, um, adoption. And, uh, our first priority was to try every single method there was, um, to have it from my sperm and her egg and create a baby. And that was the goal. Um, and, uh, through Boneolam, uh, they helped us, um, um, they said, uh, so naturally when you release sperm and, um, it doesn't, there, nothing comes out, everything, everything's just blank. There's no, uh, nothing alive. So, uh, the next stage was surgery and we were worried if the surgery is not be successful, well, we're going to have to go into, uh, think about donors, but you know, there's halacha things and, you know, different, uh, um, uh, questions that that involves and like that was the last result or uh, or adoption um so what was i getting at the um the surgery um we did the surgery the surgery was a success they were able to five uh, find a live um active uh sperm in, in in me um they were able to take that out and, uh, not only that, they were able to, uh, create, uh, embryos. They were able to ba- basically take my, uh, sperm and, and her egg and create an embryo. And, uh, so we could have children. Um, so there was definitely tremendous, tremendous blessings. Um, and, uh, we were only able to see that light and we see that happiness, uh, through persistent trying. If, uh, if we could, we couldn't see it physically right away, we made sure to pray more, to act, to add in acts of goodness and kindness, to add more in our life, uh, whatever it may be, um, just try to keep positive. And not only that, um, even though after all that success, before we had our, our first child, um, our actual first embryo didn't go through. And that was like devastating. And it's like, we did all this hard work and, and, uh, we did, uh, you know, everything, uh, or at least that's what we thought we did, you know, almost everything. And, uh, the first embryo didn't even attach. So that first month was like as hard and drainful, uh, if that's the right word, um, draining, uh, to my wife, to myself. And, uh, but thank God we, we like, okay. Oh, so we actually were able to make, uh, quite a few embryos. I forgot the exact count. Um, Baruch Shem, you know, they have it stored in, uh, um, frozen container. Uh, if we, if we want to have more children, we could always take another one and have more. Uh, Baruch Shem, we have a boy and a girl, very happy, healthy. Um, he's three and she's three months, almost four months. Um, but yeah, after, after the first one failed, um, 
we tried again. I think uh, you have to wait a month. We tried a month later, and uh, and I attached. And um, the journey itself, you know, in pregnancy, you know, all mothers can uh, understand it. It's super hard. It's painful. It's you have to be patient. You have to be caring, understanding. Whatever you're going through physically as a man, you should know your wife is going through ten times more, uh, if not more than that, and uh, be supportive. Uh, but yeah, ma- male factor is definitely scary. It's definitely draining. It's definitely hard. Um, you, there are supports out there like this, uh, men's support helpline, which is amazing. You guys are, um, I, I never heard of you. Uh, you know, uh, um, Alam is a great organization. Baruch Hashem, they helped us with financially. Um, we had to pay for like almost half of it and they paid for the other half, which is incredible. Um, but I never had a actual emotional support. Um, even though I was a very positive person and outgoing, uh, by nature, I, uh, I, I didn't really actively look for, uh, some on, um, um, a group setting that can help us or help me. Um, cause you definitely, it takes a toll on you. You start, uh, um, and uh getting the help is super important. Um it's definitely a that you came into my life, um, that you called me a few days ago and reached out to me. Uh um it's amazing that there's a there's a there's a men's helpline uh for men struggling out there. Um there's um anyone who's listening to this, there's there's hope for you, there's there's uh there's strength for you. I'm around. I'm sure other people are around. Um, you're not alone and, uh, we can definitely try, uh, uh, and, uh, do our best to up, uh, uplift, uplift your spirits and help you and guide you. Um, it's not the end of the road. No matter what the count is or number it's set on a paper, piece of paper, it could have infinite amount of zeros and then eventually say a one. That means that there is a chance. And even though you don't see it, and even though it's super hard, and, and, um, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm, you know, Baruch Shab Young, I, I, I didn't even know this my whole life that I was born with an extra, uh, what you call chromosome. I think it's XXY. I'm not, I'm not sure all the details. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I was hopeful. I kept trying. I did whatever I could. Um, and, uh, and yeah, like I said, thank God, uh, it worked out and, um, and, uh, I continue to do my, my part. I continue to try to be a better person. I continue to try to help others. And, uh, that's what, uh, we have to be a beacon of light in this, uh, dark times. And, um, and, uh, Hashem is with you. Hashem, um, all right. Yeah. So you said a lot of really important things. I want to just go back to your story. First of all, thanks for sharing your story. It's definitely very inspirational, especially so you know you didn't give up hope. You were pushing yeah. those doctors. I don't care that it says I have a zero count. I see that point one, and and that's what I'm holding on to. And I think that guy should just look at that and say, if you have male factor infertility, I don't care what your count is. That point one, that 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 light of hope is so critical and important. So yeah. that's uh that's a really important tip for for guys out there. But I want to take a step back for a second because I know you said you didn't really have any, you know, emotional support or anything. I don't know what the clinic that you went to told you. 
what was it like for you going through the process, giving, giving a sample, finding out that you had, a, a, you know, zero, no sperm count and then understand, Oh, I have to go now for a, a, you know, a surgery to try and retrieve, you know, some, some of the sperm. Like, what was that process and that act of shock? Were you just in total shock? How did you, how did you process the brain? I know you held on to that, you know, little of hope that you saw that, that, you know, that, that one in there, but, what happened in that room? Did anyone take you aside? Did the doctors like, they, they just, to me, it seems like a lot of doctors, I love doctors. They do amazing work, but they're missing sometimes this emotional side of connecting with looking at the big picture of what's good for that, you know, person sitting in front of them or their, you know, or their spouse. They're like, okay, let's treat this condition that's right in front of us. So did you have any support in that room? Did, how did they, how did they approach telling it to you? Was it just like, very blunt or was it just like hey dude you know like how, how how do they how do they have that conversation um i don't remember exactly all the details um it definitely wasn't like oh you like you have this and there's nothing that we could do for you it, it was definitely i think it was it was it was uh given to us gentle um but like like i said i i just I was so um think good or be good. But I think even though you want to think good and be good, I it definitely did take a toll on me because the pattern of where I my mindset was going and 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 things that I uh, you know I I started I definitely started to beat myself up a little bit, even though it's it's easy to say think good and be good and 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 do good and, and stay positive. Even like like, like I said before, um, okay, before I jump again, the doctor itself, um, yeah, he, I think he was really surprised how I just looked at it and said, like, there's a one in there. I'm, I'm gonna be hopeful as heck and, and, and that's it. You know, I don't care what you say or what you say from here from now on. I was like, su- I was super, like, even before coming in, like, even if he says there's a zero chance, um, I was still like, there's a possibility. Like you hear like so many different stories of people not having kids after multiple years and, uh, um, Hashem should bless them. And, uh, and then eventually, you know, they had children or, you know, some of them, you know, adopted a child and then they just started having kids. Um, you know, thank God we were able to have it, uh, uh, without a, you know, adoption. I'm saying, I'm not saying that adoption is the wrong thing. I think adoption is amazing. I think whichever way you're able to become a father, um, and like someone else was saying, you don't become a father just because, you know, not from your own, but you can, you'd be a father in, in, in other ways. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was just, I was very positive driven and, uh, no one was able to take that away from me. Um, and the only, um, it w- I guess even, yeah, like I said, even though I was very positive, uh, life can throw many things at you. Um, uh, my, my, my wife was definitely drained really hard. She was very scared, devastated. Um, and she, uh, um, it was, yeah, it was very emotional. Um, I was there. I did my best to be supportive and, and be hopeful and, uh, for her and for us. Um, 
but I—I uh, I, I wish I remembered more details. I—I I don't. Um, but um, it definitely takes a toll on you if you're not having a, a group or someone out there that uh, can relate to you. Um, I, I know my wife went on a, a uh, on Facebook and she was part of a group. Um, I thought I thought it was more all females and that that their husbands taught that you know spoke about it. Um, but I, I found out later uh, recently that it was actually a, a male group and 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 saying the male factor um, or uh, the syndromes. And I was just like, you're not defined by uh, um, uh, the decisions or the, or a syndrome that you know the doctor uh describes on you i think they're just um what's it called uh like to make sense of what your condition is they they have a name for it but you're not i you're not defined by these conditions you know you are who you are you are who you want to be um just because you have uh something you know someone else decided for you or that's what you actually have um like let's say diabetes, you know, if you're you have diabetes in your life, that doesn't mean that you are diabetes. It just means you have diabetes in your life, and you you are more than that. Um, so just because I was born with an extra chromosome, or I am, um, um, I have these things, that doesn't make who I am. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, like I said, I don't remember all my uh, all the struggles I went through. I, I definitely it definitely took a toll on me. And uh, if I had more of an emotional support group, I think I would have processed myself a little better. But um, um, I noticed in recent days that the more positive and and uplifting things in my life that I would add, I I've been yielding a lot of great results. Um, uh, Tara Mitzvahs, uh, Chitas, um, if you want to explain in English what that is. Um, yeah, I just, I've been seeing a lot more positive results. I've, I've, I've been more active. I would, uh, exercise, uh, for my health, for my well-being. Um, um, one, one of the things that, uh, the doctor said that your, your condition is called, uh, Kleinfelter syndrome. And I was like, what does that mean? We started Googling it and it says like a bunch of, uh, different factors that the male could have, uh, low energy, um, and, uh, low testosterone, um, and many other things. And he said like, so if let's say the average bar is, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the levels are or numbers are, but let's say 500. Your number is like a 250. Or something. It was something really low. I don't, I don't know the exact count. And I was like, really? That's interesting. I love exercising. I love lifting. I love running. I love being active. I'm like, I'm, it, it might say that you, you don't have the energy or you don't have the energy as an average per- person. So that means if like I had the energy of an average person, I would have crazy amount of energy. Um, I've been able to do uh, wonderful feats of energy-wise. I've been able to do uh, very active sports, uh, races. Uh, last year, I ran 38 miles straight. Um, I've done Spartan races. I've done, uh, you know, 
very, very amazing feats. And I didn't allow because someone said, uh, you have a limitation, you can't do this or you can't do that. You know, if you believe it and you try, you will succeed. It might take time, but you just got to keep going. You got to keep hammering. Life will throw you down. Life will throw so many obstacles at you. But you got to, if you keep trying, you keep believing, you keep praying and you, and you ask Hashem, please bless me. Please give me children. And you, and if, if the prayers don't work, you go to the doctor and the doctor says, Oh, you can't have kids naturally. Oh, so what could I do? Let me try to get a surgery. Oh, the, the, and then the surgery works or the surgery doesn't work. And then you try another fat, uh, another way, another way, another way. The point is to keep trying. Don't, don't give up. It's, it's, it's a, it's a scary thing. It's, it's a, it's a hard thing to deal with, but there's support out there for like, uh, um, like you guys. And, um, and it's, and it's really amazing that, uh, that you, that you reached out to me and, uh, and that I could be here today to share, to share my things. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for sharing. And I also want to just talk about for a second, cause you're talking about so much positivity and really that's just such a key aspect of anyone's fertility journey or even miscarriage journey that that aspect of faith and positivity if you go into it with the negative mindset it's not going to be successful fertility journey and miscarriage journey it's very tough on you emotionally it's tough on spouse the conversations break down if you are a strong person don't feel comfortable talking about it or not feeling strong about it and you have these negative vibes, it's not going to be successful. I mean, there's so many cases of guys who aren't, don't have the positive mindset. They wind up into, you know, dangerous situations, drugs, alcohol, right. divorce, depression, suicide. I mean, yeah, you, you name it because they don't have that positive out, you know, outlook. I'm curious though, because for myself, after an embryo transfer in our, on our journey, we were successful in our first round of IVF, but uh 12 weeks into pregnancy, we suffered a missed miscarriage. And when that happened, I was just completely devastated. That's one of the reasons I started this organization. But how right. did that have an effect on you, you know, religiously in Judaism? After you had that failed embryo transfer, what were you like? What were you, what were you thinking? Were you still holding on to that hope? You know, I want to try again in a month because oftentimes guys are on different pages than their spouses and they want to go ahead and and try again, but one person is not writing. The other one is, and the spirituality and all these different things that come into play. Like how are you holding? What was on your mind at that point? How did you hold yourself up and say, I want to push forward. I want to go again and let's do it again in a month. Yeah. Um, it was definitely super hard. Um, even though I, I, I want, yes, even though I said, um, that I had belief and I was keeping strong, there are definitely tough days and tough times. Um, I don't believe in like, you have one good day. Uh, it's, it's all good day. It's that like the entire day defines like you had a great day. Like I believe in moments and like, you know, hour by hour or times of the day, it's hard to have like a perfect day. It's like everything could go super well. And then you come home and your kid destroyed the house and you could decide, hey, I'm going to be super pissed about this or I'm going to be, you know, it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, so. Um, uh, when I was in school before uh, before I finished um, 
when I was uh, between 17 and 19, I um, I decided I, the last years of high school, I decided I was going to be positive every day. Um, and that means like, no matter what happens, I am going to, to smile. I'm going to be happy. Um, I'm going to disregard any other emotion that I am feeling. Uh, that means like angry and sadness, depression or uh, anxiety and all these different things. I mean, even though that is a nice thing to do and, and, and be that way, it definitely took a toll on me because after I was done, like when you're in school, like, yeah, it's, you can kind of be like that, be positive every day and, and it kind of works out. But if you don't allow yourself to feel the other emotions, um, not necessarily are they bad, but that you have, you're, it's important to feel all your emotions and allow them to process through you. And I didn't allow that. I only allowed uh, happiness and positivity to thrive through me. And uh, after I finished high school, um, I went on, you know, I had to find a job and, and so forth. And, and there were a lot of tough days and, and you couldn't just be happy all the time and think good and it'll just be good. Um, and uh, it definitely took a toll on me. And it definitely, um, it, I, th- I thought I could continue this way of feeling and living forever. And, and it doesn't work like that. Eventually you have, you get, you, you get more, you have more responsibilities eventually you know you have a wife and uh, you have other things you have to take care of the house and your work and and the thing just started to to build up and uh when things didn't go the way i wanted it to go um i didn't know how to process those other emotions so when something did happen or your partner let's say felt sad i didn't know how to feel sad with them or um a part of that uh, the more and uh so I went to therapy for it. I think therapy is amazing. I was uh, kind of against therapy before because I I didn't I thought it was weird or like people have to talk and that's how you you help yourself. But I found a wonderful therapist uh, for a couple therapy and um you know it it took a long time to really build myself up, up again and and try to understand my emotions and uh, allow them to feel themselves. And I, I feel like it was important to tell that backstory before I answer your question. Um, so when, yeah, so when this, when the, this situation happened, um, even though I was positive in the room, it definitely took a toll through, uh, a toll on me, um, outside. Maybe the next day I was still positive and stuff. You gotta be, you know, you know, think good, it'll be good. And, and uh keep going but it was definitely a, a major struggle um i i went back to my bad habits of uh and uh, if you go into that bad habit and looking at things that are not appropriate and bad for your mind you're going to start thinking negative you're going to start thinking the wrong way you're going to start viewing everything like the um you're going to in the, in the wrong aspect, you're going to start wanting to watch videos that, that have it. You're going to start wanting to listen to music that are, that's not so positive. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of some extremes. Like I love punk rock music, extreme, uh, hard, heavy music, and that could have a negative effect on you. But I also love dancing and I also love listening to, uh, Jewish music. I love that feeling of like, I can jump for joy and dance for hours. And I was never into alcohol. I was never into drugs. I, I, I don't, uh, have anything, uh, any feeling for that. So that didn't drive me. 
But uh, um, and the way I I I help myself be clean, I mean, the way it helped me is I added more um, Tara Mitzvah. I added more uh, spiritual goodness, kindness, um, more learning. The more I learned about it, how more I learned about myself, um, um, how I'm how um. Uh, spreading light and goodness and kindness really affects you emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. The, and, uh, the more good I do for myself, the more it, it comes out. But yeah, the, the, the journey itself is, uh, was, is definitely hard. And there are still tough days that are out there. But uh, I know if I create these small habits where I do one small act of, of goodwill, good deed, it has a ripple effect and I've seen more positive than I've seen negative because I've went through the negative uh, path. I've went through the, uh, the um, doing the wrong thing and, and seeing the wrong images. And it just it puts you in a pit of depression or uh, like, I've never felt depression or anxiety. Like why, like why do people feel these emotions? Like why do they allow them to happen or, or allow them to set inside you? Um, eventually you learn, you know, you know what these feelings are and how to, uh, take care of them. Um, it's, 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 yeah, it's important to find an anchor to help you out. And, um, but it's definitely a, uh, it was definitely devastating. Um, uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, hard. I'm, I'm right there with you for sure. It's, it's really difficult. It's not an easy thing. Going back to the, to the therapy for a second, who encouraged you to find a therapist? Because most men, what I've found is there's this whole uh, theory around men not wanting to go to therapy because they think, oh, it's not manly. We have to be strong. You know, what do I need that for? It's for women. Who encouraged you? How did you find your therapist? Did it come from your wife? Did you want to go in the first place? Like, how how did that all work? Um, so I don't, I can't remember who specifically told me to give it a try. I think it was, I think it was my wife or uh, my wife's family or my, uh, or maybe my fam. Well, my family wasn't really a big advocate for therapy. Uh, they do believe in therapists, uh, but they didn't, um, I don't, I don't, I don't remember exactly who, um, but once I agreed to go, I was like, I like I, in the beginning, I was still hesitant to, to towards it. I didn't believe like, uh, you know, I can't share all my emotions. I can't show my my weaknesses. If I do, I'm, I'm going to look weak. I'm not going to I'm not going to be able to uh, thrive. And like I, I keep like I kept saying like and I remember some of my early conversations. I'm like I'm a lone wolf. I can I can do everything on my own, or I can I can you know figure my stuff out. And uh, it's it's hard you know doing it by yourself. And eventually, when you when you give yourself to uh, someone else to help you out, it's so uplifting. Like at, like like when I when I started, I I I um. I don't know how often I was going, maybe every three weeks or, yeah, or less even like, uh, every two weeks because, uh, I have, I have a lot to, uh, I had a lot of damage in my life that I didn't realize. And, and, and it took a, a big toll in my marriage and my, 
in my well-being and myself. And it, I think all the things that I've, I've, I've went through definitely took a toll on me when I heard, uh, that I couldn't have kids. Um, even though I didn't, even though I didn't think about it right away in that, in that moment, but it definitely takes a toll on you. Um, I, um, I'm extremely grateful for therapy. I, th- I encourage anyone who's out there who, who doesn't think therapy is, is meant for you. If, if you don't, if you don't want to go to therapy, try to find someone that you trust, that you care about, um, that are, is willing to have an open ear and, and hear you out. Um, getting your thoughts out on the table where someone understands that and able to, um, help you, um, understand what you're trying to say or, or trying to, uh, help you. Like a lot of times my wife would say, my wife, Shana would say something and, um, and, uh, I would be all positive and I couldn't understand what she was saying, even though I truly really wanted to, I just couldn't. And we would go to, when we went to therapy together, the therapist would be able to explain to me in a, in a totally different way. And I'd be like, wow, that makes total sense. Like I could understand that or, and then I had just had to learn. He's like, he kept like, I remember after the session, like, he's like, Yossi, what are you going to do to help you get better? And I'm like, sometimes I'd be like, why don't you just tell me what I have to do to get better? And I'm like, the journey is like, you have to figure out yourself. And so many times I thought I had a grasp on it and like how to, how to be better. And I, I kept saying, I'm going to, I'm going to do better. I'm going to do add more things and this and this. And I just kept failing. And like, and I, I was, when you, when you come into a relationship, you're, you're going from selfish to selfless. And I didn't know how to do that. And, um, and, and it took years. Even now I'm, I'm at a better level, but it still takes time. Um, um, I don't know if I went off topic. Um, No, what you're saying is, is really important that therapy doesn't, you don't go to therapy to find out how do I improve myself? I'm looking for the answers, right? Yeah. Therapy is a way yeah. for you to just talk at your emotions, your feeling, walk through the situation and yes. get, have someone to talk to and lean on. Get you know advice. It doesn't solve the problems, but it definitely makes you feel a lot better as a person. Yeah, and it helps you figure out within yourself how to um, how to change your outcome in life. How to um, how to um, how, yeah, how to uh, figure out the uh, the answers within yourself and how to really change something. Like if you're if you're on a pattern where you're doing the same thing and you keep saying, Oh, I'm going to change. Oh, I'm going to change. If you keep doing the same things, you ain't going to change. No matter how much you, you say, Oh, I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to do that or, or, or pretty much that you have to literally transform yourself, um, step by step. Because if you just do a 360, you might be able to do it for, uh, you know, a month or a couple months or a couple weeks, but. Um, you know, every person works differently, but, uh, going to therapy, um, either couples therapy or one-on-one therapy, uh, I think is super important, super helpful. At least to me, it was, um, and I try to continue that. Um, it's not as much, 
but it's uh, I think at least once a month is important. Um, and if you feel that, you know, you need more than once a month, absolutely go for it. Um, and um, if you're able to find someone, a, a friend who understands you, a, a partner, your wife who understands you, it's it's very hard to say all the things you want to say to your wife. I, I agree with that. And even though you love her and you want the best in your relationship, it's not easy to go to the side and, and do something wrong. And then be like, honey, I, I did this thing. I hope you're not mad at me. I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's important to have therapy. Um, and it's important to have, to know that there are people who are struggling and, and are there for you and, and are willing and able to, to have a conversation with you. Um, and be the that emotional support um we should we should uh, we we should not hide from how we feel um and how we can better ourselves and and understand that you know we're all going through um we're all going through something um we all process our emotions differently and we all you know we're brought up differently uh but i think we all have the same you know thoughts or speech or action um you know, we all have not necessarily all the same struggles, but there are definitely people out there that can uh, relate to what you're going through and um, help you in your journey. So, yeah, therapy is uh, is really important to uh, have in your life um, as frequently as you need to do it. You should. So important. What would be your top 10 tips or your top five tips to other guys who are dealing with male factor infertility, either, you know, having their sperm retrieved via surgery or just going through the whole infertility or miscarriage process? What would be your top tips to those? Um, let's see. Um, you said like, what to do uh, or like if, 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 if they just heard about it or they're, they're going through it, what to do to implement more good in their life? Or is it uh general, general tips, whatever you think the best tips are for other guys to hear and to take with them as they're going through their journey. Um, Definitely know that, that you're not alone and uh, that you have a uh, support out there. Um, Wake up, Try to, when you, when you, if you're, you know, if Hashem blesses you and you wake up in the morning and you're alive, just be grateful for the small things. Um, you know, that you're able to walk, you're able to talk, you're able to think. Try to implement something small, something important to you. If prayer is important to you, start the day off with prayer. Um, you know, you want to exercise, you know, it's important, but you, you just have a really limited day. Try one minute of just exercise. There's something called a burpee, you know. It's not fun. It's hard work, but it yields great results and you don't need any machines. You don't need anything. All you got to do is jump up, go to the floor, stand back up and jump again. And if you want to break it down to harder level, you can do, you can do a squat, push up and squat again, jump into the air. And that's like a full body workout. And you try doing that a hundred times. Your, your lungs will really be, uh, you know, on fire, your breath, everything. And that's a workout in itself. You know, if you don't like doing that, go for a walk outside. Try to implement small things um, that will have that will yield 
um, positive outcomes. Um, and if you're limited in movement, uh, reach out to someone. You can reach out to myself. You know, I, I try to increase range of motion, uh, movement. I increase blood flow in the body. I, uh, decrease pain. I decrease, uh, stress. I decrease anxiety, depression. I, uh, basically try to calm your nervous system and help you relieve all that, all that, uh, all the toxins that are in your body and, and try to release it out of you. And I've, I've yielded so much great results. You know, if you can't reach out to me and I'm, I can't help you, then try to reach out to someone else. Self care is super important. It's really good to help others, but you have to also help yourself. When you're going through something super hard, it's important that you take the time, uh, to reflect on yourself, to see what I can do for myself. Um, eating pot, eat, 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 sorry, eating nutrient dense food is, is super important, like whole foods, the straight from the source. Uh, make a soup out of it. Make a, put some, uh, uh, you know, uh, spices on it. Whatever. How do you want to make it delicious? It's important to eat to fuel your body. If you eat something and you start feeling tired or sluggish, that's probably not the best food for you. You want to give, you want to eat foods that make you feel alive, give you positive energy. Make sure to hydrate, drink some water. Um, you know, um, get yourself, make sure you're, you have an, a good electrolyte balance, basically sodium, potassium, magnesium. Um, there are, you know, many ways to get your spirits up and, and make you feel good. And, uh, it's very, it's, you know, sometimes you can, you can get directions from someone. They say, eat this type of food. It's going to make you feel good. And then you eat that type of food and you have a negative, impact, negative effect on it. I don't know why. You have to try something else. Um, what you eat is who you are. Whether you believe it or not, that's okay. Um, you know, if you keep giving yourself positive energy and things that will make you feel good, you'll have energy to do positive things and, and, and create a balance in your life. If you're surrounded by people that, you know, will bring you down, you know, let's say you're with family. Family can be beautiful, but also uh, a struggle. Um, if they're, if they're not being, have the best intentions for you, you don't see them as much. Um, you know, whoever it might be, it can be a really close relative. It could be a, a close friend, even though you love them and you care about them. If they're not giving you the energy you need to elevate yourself and, and be the best person you can be, it's okay to say no, or it's okay to separate from uh, that. You know, if you're if you're watching movies that have a negative impact on you, change the movies. If you're listening to music that have a negative impact on you, change the music. Whatever you can do to uh, do little small things, you know, listen to some uh, a talk show that, you know, makes you laugh and brings positivity in you. The more uh, wholehearted, positive energy you can um, bring inside you, it's going to have ripples effect like when you throw a rock into the water it makes a splash and then eventually you throw a bigger rock it's going to make even a more splash or you skip a, a skip a rock on the, on the river and it you know it has multiple multiple taps you start something small and it's going to have a lot more ripple effects um yeah like i i wasn't this all positive person all the time and i wasn't and i'm i'm certainly not all day every day about it um you know 
unfortunately, you know, bad things could happen in this life, you know, and what's going on in the world and, and so forth. Um, but, um, uh, if, if we can't be a part of, uh, sorry, if we can't, um, be uh, connected with the person, um, physically where they are, where they're struggling, we can spread a positive message, um, on our phone, on, uh, on our, on a website, on a, on social media, uh, saying one small good deed, you know, you can get a hundred comments saying you suck or you're, you're nobody cares what you say, but there are, it could be one person be like, wow, this person made my day. This is amazing. You know, uh, light contra- could break through any darkness and, and darkness is, is also super strong and could definitely bring you down and, and make you, uh, and make you do the wrong things. But, uh, if you, if you keep trying and keep implementing positive things, um, it'll have a, a very strong impact and, 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 uh, and you'll see, and you'll yield positive results. So, um, I honestly believe in hard work pays off. Um, when you really work for something, you, it feels more fulfilling and, uh, and, uh, you'll yield more, uh, bet you'll yield more results. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know if I gave one thing or 10 things. Um, but, uh, the message is, is real and the message is, uh, uh, just keep going at it. No matter what, uh, no, how, no matter how dark it is, uh, you're not alone and, and, uh, I'm here for you and there are others here for you. And, uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's definitely light at the end of the tunnel. Thanks for sharing all those tips and your story. How can people find you if they're looking to get a massage and some relaxation during their uh, fertility treatment journey and they're on their journey to become parents? How do they get in yeah. touch with you? Uh, um, you can reach out to me on social media, on on Instagram. I'm on um, either uh, Yassi Moves or um, or Massage Therapy by Yassi. Two accounts, either one works. Um, you can, yeah, message me on either one of them. Um, my number is on the website, uh, or oh, I mean on the, uh, on Instagram. Um, yeah. Um, amazing. Or through, yeah, or through your, uh, or this helpline through, uh, through, uh, uh, through Daniel. Um, whatever, whatever works. Um, uh, I'll uh, I, I'll do my best to uh, be uh, as helpful as I can be. Amazing! Thank you so much, Yossi, for coming on, and uh, to all the men and guys out there listening, we're excited to announce the launch of our buddy system program. So we will pair you up with another guy who's going through these challenges or have experienced it or has been successful. Give you some insights and guidance, and to be there for you and to be your buddy throughout the process. So if you're interested in signing that, signing up for that. Uh, please message me on Instagram at Men's Helpline or reach out to me uh, via email, danielmenshelpline.org, and uh, we will hook you up with that program and buddy you up. So to all the guys out there, stay strong, and uh, thank you all for listening. Looking forward to to continuing the conversation. Thank you. You've just listened to another great episode of Men Talk with Daniel Landau. If you've suffered from miscarriage, infertility, stillbirth, or infant loss and want to open up about it, reach out. We'd love to have you on the show. 
You can also join our Facebook group, or if you'd like to get involved and start a chapter in your neighborhood, visit our website, www.menshelpline.org today. Until next week, stay strong, and remember, you're not alone.